0: section 10 of the fairchild family this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by bernard Young. the fairchild family by mary martha sherwood the two books it was the time of the midsummer fair and john asked mr fairchild's leave to go to the fair you may go john said mr fairchild and take the horse, and bring everything that is wanting in the family. So John got the horse ready, and set out early in the morning to go to the fair. But before he went, Emily and Lucy gave him what money they had, and begged him to bring them each a book. Emily gave him two pence, and Lucy gave him three pence. You must please choose a book for me with pictures in it, said Emily. I do not care about pictures, said Lucy. If it's a pretty book, so pray don't forget John. John in the evening after tea the children and their father and mother as usual got ready to take a walk and the children begged mr and mrs fairchild to go with them to meet john for john said henry will be coming back now and will have brought us some pretty books so mr and mrs fairchild took the road which led towards the town where the fair was held and the children ran before them it was a fine evening the hedges were full of wild roses which smelt most sweet and the haymakers were making hay in the fields on each side of the road i cannot think where john can be said henry i thought he would be here long before now by this time they were come to the brow of a rising ground and looking before them behold there was john at a distance the children all ran forward to meet him where are the books john oh where are the books they all said with one voice john who was a very good-natured man as I have before said, smiled, and stopping his horse, began to feel in his pockets, and soon brought out from among other things two little gilt books, the largest of which he gave to Lucy, and the other to Emily, saying, Here is two pennyworth, and here is three pennyworth. Indeed, John, you are very good, said the children. What beautiful books! My book, said Emily, is the history of the orphan boy, and there are a great many pictures in it, The first is a picture of a funeral. That must be the funeral of the poor little boy's papa and mamma, I suppose. Let me see, let me see, said Henry. Oh, how pretty! And what's your book, Lucy? There are not many pictures in my book, said Lucy, but there is one at the beginning. It is the picture of a little boy reading to somebody lying in a bed, and there is a lady sitting by. The name of my book is The History of Little Henry, or The Good Son oh that must be very pretty said henry by this time mr and mrs fairchild were come up oh papa oh Mamma!" said the little ones what beautiful books john has brought indeed said mr fairchild when he had looked at them a little while they appear to be very nice books and the pictures in them are very pretty henry shall read them to us my dears said mrs fairchild whilst we sit at work i should like to hear them very much Tomorrow, said Mr. Fairchild, looking at his wife, we begin to make hay in the primrose meadow. What do you say? Shall we go after breakfast, and take a cold dinner with us, and spend the day under the trees at the corner of the meadow? Then we can watch the haymakers, and Henry can read the books, while you and his sisters are sewing. Oh, do let us go, do let us go, said the children. Do, mamma, say yes. With all my heart, my dears, said Mrs. Fairchild. The next morning, early, the children got everything ready to go into the Primrose Meadow. They had each of them a little basket, with a lid to it, in which they packed up their work and the new books, and as soon as the family had breakfasted, they all set out for the Primrose Meadow. Mr. Fairchild, with a book in his pocket for his own reading, Mrs. Fairchild, with her work bag hanging on her arm, Betty, with a basket of bread and meat and a cold fruit pie, and the children with their work baskets and Emily's doll for the little girls seldom went out without their doll. The Primrose Meadow was not a quarter of a mile from Mr. Fairchild's house. You had only the corner of a little copse to pass through before you were in it. It was called the Primrose Meadow because every spring the first primroses in the neighborhood appeared on a sunny bank in that meadow. A little brook of very clear water ran through the meadow, rippling over the pebbles, and there were many alders growing by the waterside. The people were very busy making hay in the meadow, when Mr. Fairchild and his family arrived. Mrs. Fairchild sat down under the shade of a large oak tree which grew in the corner of the coppice, and Lucy and Henry, with Emily, placed themselves by her. The little girls pulled out their work and Henry the new books. Mr. Fairchild took his book a little distance that he might not be disturbed by Henry's reading, and he stretched himself upon a green bank. "'Now, mamma said Henry, "'are you ready to hear my story?' And have you done fidgeting, sisters?" For Lucy and Emily had been bustling to make a bed for their doll in the grass with their pocket-handkerchiefs. "'Brother,' answered Lucy, "'we are quite ready to hear you. Read away. There is nothing now to disturb you, unless you find fault with the little birds who are chirping with all their might in those trees, and those bees which are buzzing amongst the flowers in the grass.' First said Henry, "'look at the picture at the beginning of the book, the picture of the funeral going through the churchyard.' Let me see, brother, said Emily. Why, you have seen it several times, said Henry, and now I want to read. Still, my dear, said Mrs. Fairchild, you might oblige your sister. Good manners and civility make everybody lovely. Have you forgotten Mrs. Goodrich's story of Master Bennet? Henry immediately got up and showed his sister the picture, after which he sat down and began to read the story in Emily's book. End of section 10